What's up? Lots of things. I mean, we are, you know, in the middle of the Nosby promo. I just did my first webinar, you know, lots of, you know, crazy things happening, lots of work. You know, marketing department, lots of marketing things uh, in the same time because we have this spring cleaning <coughs> promo, spring for the Northern Hemisphere. Um, yes. Yeah, I wake up at 6.55 normally. You're crazy. And uh, one of my routines is um, uh, at some point to, to um, uh, start journaling and then uh, I always have to journal... I go and check Twitter, and then <laughs> and then I'm like, "Whoa, you're online, you're up. Like, What's up?" <laughs> right? Yeah, I was really I was really surprised. Yeah, the video was like, so you know, this is an experimental landing. This is harder than the last time. We don't expect a successful landing. Oh, oh, wait, wait, oh, oh, we did it. Well, <laughs> here you <we> go. <laughs> Landed. <laughs> so that was amazing. Yeah. Yesterday I was 69. Hmm. And today, for the first time, I was 70. Oh, no. I don't think it's a permanent thing. I think it's like a fluke, you know, or something. I don't know. But it's like a wake-up call. Right. You know? CEOs are CEOs. You're, you're not... A, well, you are. I'm not. A, a, a CEO. <laughs> Over the last half a year, it, today was maybe the second time I would wake up before 8 uh, one time was like I had I was traveling, so I had to wake up early f to catch my train. And today, uh, I had to wake up at, at six forty-five because at seven twenty was a SpaceX launch. So you know, like obviously, I had to see it. So yeah, I'm I'm a total nerd. I'm I'm sorry, but you know, it was um, it was quite exciting because uh, they they did um, uh, succeed with a landing. Which, you know, now it's like, oh, third landing, like, whatever. Like, it's like, right. this is a thing we do now. Uh, but even though it's a third landing, uh, like, first of all, it's still exciting in general. And second of all, it is quite an un a harder landing than, than the, the previous two. Because it was a satellite mission for the uh, geostationary transfer orbit. So it wasn't just going to an orbit like 400 kilometers up, but to an orbit 30,000 kilometers up, okay? So like it, it it had really little energy fuel left to perform the landing. And so it was coming in at twice the speed, uh, four times the acceleration, eight times the, the, the heat. Um, and instead of performing this uh, this landing burn with one engine, it did a landing burn with three engines, uh, which is like, it's a lot because then you'll have um, accelerations of like five or eight Gs. So it's like really extreme and it's a so-called suicide burn. So it has to like, <clears throat> the, the engines have much more power than the gravity pulls the rocket down. So it has to slow down to zero at exactly the same time its position is zero above uh, the barge, right? So, it, so the last time they tried to do that uh, on two, two missions back, they punched a hole in the barge. So they didn't think this would succeed, but it did. So that was cool. Uh, well worth uh, waking up at uh, 6.45. Yeah, I wake up at 6.55 normally. You're crazy. And uh, one of my routines is um, uh, at some point to, to um, uh, start journaling. And then uh, I always have to journal. I go and check Twitter. And then, huh. and then I'm like, whoa, 
you're online, you're up. <laughs> What's up? Right? Yeah. I was really, I was really surprised. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that's, you know, uh, it's kind of cool that, that you noticed it. Like I, my, um, yeah, I, I, I couldn't hide even if I wanted to. Yeah, but I saw, I saw the landing and it was really amazing. And, and then what they said is that really they didn't expect to land yeah. properly. Yeah. So they really managed expectations, like really lowered expectations. But oh, yeah. then really they succeeded to land like like just perfectly. And it was it was really good. Yeah, the video was like, so, you know, this is an experimental landing. This is harder than the last time. We don't expect a successful landing. Oh, oh, wait, wait. Oh, oh, we did it. Well... <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Landed. <laughs> so that was amazing. Yeah, uh, I, I can't wait until the uh, the barge comes to port, uh, and then we'll probably see like high resolution, like really nice quality video from the landing. Because here it was like a barge, then it was just bright light, and then the rocket was already landed, right? Because yeah, as exactly. it was flying exactly. in, it would shake up the whole barge and ionize the air. And so the, the satellite uplink with, with the video didn't, didn't work you yeah. know, in, in uh, those few seconds. Exactly. So I was also, I was also expecting to the, the full you know, landing trajectory, but instead it was just, it was, the barge was empty and then it was full and there was yeah. a rocket there. Uh, Elon Musk's uh, anti-barge missile program failed again. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Before we go into uh, the main topic, I guess we should do a few um, small updates, mm-hmm. follow-up pieces. So um, one thing, uh, you were uh, supposed to uh, check um, uh, the, the, the book count in your Audible account. Yep. So what is it? What's the number? 176. 176 books. Yeah. Wow. Over how many years? Uh, I started in 2010, so it will be ten, six years. All right, all right. So that's 30 that's books like a year. That's like 30 books a year, yeah. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. That's very cool, very cool. Uh, so for me, uh, it's 28 books in my Audible library at the moment. I signed up just before uh, the new year of 2015. So I had one book I read in 2014, then 16 books last year. And this year I have... I've had 11 new books in my Audible library already, but we're already like third uh, of the year in. So if you extrapolate, that's that's 30 books easily, right? Yeah. So it's pretty exciting. Uh, It also, um, in the stats, I found the number that I spent 11 days, 10 hours and four minutes listening to Audible, which um, is a lot and not a lot. Uh, You know, an average throughout, uh, you know, the whole of 2015 and until now in 2016, that's 30 minutes a day, uh, which, you know, uh, isn't, which, which makes a lot of sense, really, right? It's 30 mm-hmm. minutes every day for reading. That's not bad. And it, it, it's like exactly what you said, that it's, it's like living a, a double life, right? Because yeah. it's 11 days, 10 hours, which um, I was also resting, you know, resting exactly. from work, resting from sitting uh, on a chair in front of a computer, uh, relaxing, you know, having a breath of fresh air uh, outside or maybe at home, like doing some housework or maybe uh, also having a walk, a run or being at the gym, you know, also being physically active, which I quite likely would otherwise be if I didn't also have the excuse of wanting to read the book, right? So it's pretty amazing that 
I spent this time, which, you know, isn't really that much anyway. And I also did other, you know, productive, useful things in that time. So that's pretty amazing. I mean, just think about logic here. I mean, for example, just today, um, you noticed on Twitter that I, that, that, you know, that whenever I do a run, you get a push notification about it because you're my friend on RunKeeper. But, uh, but the best part was that um, I had this gap of one hour between recording one interview to one podcast and the interview to the other podcast. And I, and because over the last week I was really busy with marketing uh, of Nosby promo, I, I didn't do much exercise. I mean, today in the morning I went to the swimming pool, but then, but, but I was like, I, I didn't have enough running and enough uh, bike riding this week. Right. And uh, so, so like between these two interviews, I was like, I need to go outside. But my first, like my, my, this is what's funny. My first um, argument for that was because I need to advance in the book, Deep Work. <laughs> and then, coincidentally, I will also be running. Right. <laughs> you know? But my main motivation was that before the podcast, I want to just advance in the book. So I, I have to go out to run. You know? so, so that was the, like, I really liked it. Like, then I realized what I was thinking, you know, that, that, that the right. first motivation was the book, actually. And then second was actually the, the running part. Yeah, you know, you're laughing, but I have that a lot, right? <laughs> It just, it became normal. And I don't mind. I think that's a good thing. Yeah, totally, totally. It's a good thing. So yeah, um, my count on this running, I, on this uh, book listening is, is not accurate. I don't think so. Because like, like uh, uh, I, I read most of these books that I have on my library. So um, it wouldn't be 22 days, which which says on the Audible. But Audible, yeah. I remember, had different, you know, versions of Audible app. Yeah, and, yeah. And I don't know where this comes from. But anyway, um. Uh, what I checked also with the stats is that I haven't added lots of titles uh, recently. So I have still lots of credits, for example, for this year. And uh, and I haven't added lots of new books this year. So um, uh, having said that and having, you know, and, and I have a f- still, I think, five or six books in the pipeline that I haven't read. Wow. Right? So um, so f- so I, I'm actually right now in the process of actually re- changing the way I listen to things and also do what you did is I will have to really curate the amount of podcasts I'm listening to mm. in order to actually read the books, uh, because podcasts are fun and everything. But actually, books is books uh, as per our last last episode right. are where we get really the big value. Exactly, our our the big bucks are right. Exactly. So um, so that's why uh, that's why you know having said that, I I see that I have a few still books in the pipeline. Plus, lots of credits unused, and my my credit will re- credit count will renew at the like at November in November. Mm-hmm. So I really need to uh, push this uh, a little bit more. So to listen to books. All right. So, uh, so so actually, you you said something that I think is a good advice, uh, which is I found it useful to have like more than one book uh, like already in the library uh, on Audible, because I I found that. If I have just one, the the one I'm listening to, then when I finish, uh, I'll just stop listening for a few days or a week. Uh, maybe mm-hmm. I'll listen to a bunch more podcasts instead of, you know, jumping into the next book and again getting more value out of that than with podcasts. But but if I like pick a few books that I think I'll like in advance, then when I finish, uh, maybe I'll I'll take a few days you know, two, three days um, of a break and catch up with the podcast I, I, I do care about. And then like, 
there's like zero friction to get into the next book because it's already like downloaded and picked. So uh, I think that's a good tip. Yeah, and also also what I found out recently uh, useful, I mean, not in this case right now because I, I'm actually reading just this one book that you recommended yeah. that we'll talk about. But the last year I've, I've, I've found myself sometimes listening to three books at once because uh, they were three different books. And depending on my mood, I was, you know, listening one to one book and then to the other. I don't know if it's really, you I, know... I, I don't think that's a good idea, actually. Yeah, I know, but uh, I talked to Evelina, my wife, about it, and she told me that she was also like that, like reading books, you know, because she's a big book reader, that she sometimes also reads to a few books at once. Um, uh, but recent, but, but when I actually thought about it, the thing was that uh, I, would, I would then very often, you know... S- change between these three books for a while but then would stick with the with the with the one to the end you know like at some point like so i so i think it was like a warm-up period you know i would mm. like read like 10 20 percent of one book and then 20 percent of the other and then another of the other and then i would just finish one and then finish all of them like so, so they, they, like then i would but but at the first like initial stage i would switch between the books depending on, on the mode for some reason i don't know all right um Let's cut it short because uh, we have to get to the main uh, topic again and not spend the whole episode with uh, follow-up again. Good, good, good idea. Uh, but one last thing I, I wanted to, to mention is make a quick update on uh, our weekly way in which uh, like, uh, like weekly review is best done at least once a month. Yep. Uh, which is, um, we stopped doing it for a while because I've been doing good, you're being, you've been doing pretty good, I think. Uh, so like, there isn't that much uh, pressure, at least for me, to to, to keep doing that. Uh, but I, I wanted to, to make this update uh, because it's now two months since I first achieved uh, 70 kilograms. Mm-hmm. Um, I achieved that, uh, let me see, on March 3rd. So today is May 6th. So it's, it's two months, right? Yep. And one of the things I've been concerned about is that, like, wow, this, this has been great, like, uh, really very fast um you know decline in my yeah. weight uh in, in a few months uh over 10 kilograms wow uh, but does it stick right is it sustainable because i i i had one such kind of episode in the past that i would lose a lot of weight in not much time but it bounced right back up right and so as, as so you're concerned about it though i thought it would be good and um, so far, two months in, uh, I think I think it will be good. Uh, there's been some ups and downs, like between seventy and like seventy one point five, as I've been traveling, and this never helps for a lot of reasons. Uh, but still, um, last week I've been seventy point four kilogram average. This week I've also been seventy point four kilogram average, and again some ups and downs, but still less than seventy one kilograms. So this is this is doing good. I'm really proud of you, man. I mean, this is fantastic. This is great news. And as we discussed, uh, you know, your body will adjust even more, you know, to this to this new weight. And yeah. uh, as long as you keep it up. So really, really good job there. On my front, actually, it's been two years since I actually, like two years and two months. No, no two years and a month, maybe, that I um, finished my, my, my diet, you know, when I was really also on a diet to, to lose weight uh, uh, dramatically. And... Um, so two years ago, I was I was somewhere. Um, I would actually have to check it. Yeah, I don't know if I would be able to see that, but um, I was some somewhere around you know sixty seven kilograms, sixty sixty seven sixty six kilograms uh, two years ago. Right. So um, so after two years, 
I've been I've been between 66 and 68 kilograms most of the time which was good then you know when Christmas came I would be around 68 <laughs> uh, and then then after that it would be around more 67 but recently uh, what I discovered is that I was um, a little bit uh, I had really a hectic uh, month um, with some sports but also with lots of you know things to go to you know lots of travels lots of irregular eatings like lots of irregularity and uh, you know, uh, also a slight use of alcohol, you know, and things. Right. So, um, so with all that, I think I a little bit uh, lost my, you know, um, focus on that, you know, and we haven't done weight in in a while. So, uh, right. so the accountability wasn't there. So um, the last weeks I was around 68. Um, and uh, for example, this week I was 67, you know, in the beginning of the week, 67 and a half, and then 68. And I was hovering between 68 and 67. But uh, yesterday I was 69, hmm. and today, for the first time, I was 70. Oh, no. I don't think it's a permanent thing. I think it's like a fluke, you know, or something. I don't know. But it's like a wake-up call. Right. You know, 70 kilograms. I don't want to be 70 kilograms. I mean, at my height, this is uh, unacceptable. And of course, giving the whole trend, it. I don't think it's it's a permanent situation here. Right. But, but it's a great wake-up call. Uh, after two years that you know that like for example in my case i am not this kind of person that will um you know that 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 can just slack off and not watch out what they are eating right i have to watch out what i'm eating and i have to keep you know keep uh you know my guard up at all times and this is exhausting and this is frustrating but this is how it is and if i want to you know be in this shape and i am in a great shape still so it's not you know it's not a drama situation here and like i just did a fantastic run and i, I like last sunday i did an 80 kilometer fantastic bike ride so it's, it's it's not a problem with that but if i neglect diet right now because i'm in a great shape this might turn bad and and then as the scale today indicated huh this might turn bad. So right. I'm uh, not happy with today's uh, weigh-in. I'm uh, not happy with the situation here, but uh, it's you know it's just a one-time situation that I you know I, I climbed so fast and I don't I don't understand why just one kilogram from one day to another, actually two kilograms you know, within the week you know of, of a difference. So and I haven't been eating that much. I don't know why, but I don't care. Uh, this just, you know, again, turned my focus again on eating and on making sure that I don't eat crap. Mm. And, and then I really, you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm not allowed to, to, um, to slack off too much on that. I, I just have to, you know, make sure that I keep with my, you know, diet, keep my, my diet routine. And, um, um, I don't have to be strict about it, as we discussed. We don't have to be like 100% strict about it, but we have to be more focused on what we are eating and not to lose that focus. Because if we do, then uh, the kilograms made it up, you know, over the over the period of time. So, um, yeah, that's my update. That was supposed to be a quick update, man. I'm sorry, but uh, it's important. You're, you're not good at, at cutting down on words. <laughs> it's important, man. I mean, seriously. No, it, 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 it is. I, I understand. It's uh, it's fine. And and uh, yeah, what, what you're you saying pro- that I mean, you should have been should have been you know should have skipped the update. I mean, <laughs> all right. Well, you know, uh, if if you do need more accountability, we can do the weekly weigh-in actually uh, every week again. Yeah, let's do that. All right. Uh, so we're going to uh, do something quite an, an unusual, a uh, different format of an episode today. Uh, something we only did once before, and and talk about a book, 
you know, try to like discuss some ideas that we've learned from it and just like see where, where it leads us, right? Uh, we did it once, actually. I, I, I thought we never did it, but we actually did with the book uh, Why We Get Fat in something yep. like 24, 22nd episode, something like that. Long time ago, really. Um, and recently I read this book called uh, Deep Work by Cal Newport, and I just found it very very interesting, very good, and very relevant for me and my life in, in, in this moment. Um, have you actually finished the book? I, I know you started reading it. I haven't finished it yet. Uh, I'll tell you where I am at this point. I am at chapter six of nine, so I am three hours left. So I'm right. past past half the, the book right now. Okay, okay. So um, the Deep Work is a kind of book that's about kind of one thing, one idea, and we discussed this uh, last week. It's uh, it's really more than that, right? That there's a bunch of nuance and different ideas about it, and reasons why, and strategies in achieving it, and whatnot. Uh, but it's focused on this like one kind of core concept uh, of well, deep work, right? Which is really what made it uh, very powerful for me, like very. It really st- stuck in my mind because it's it's like eight hours of conditioning your brain to this this thing which I already kind of agreed with something I already believed in but wasn't very good at still am not right and so and so this is is kind of a a a, a very good thing a very um, efficient kind of persuasion device and 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 like learning device to um to learn more about it yeah i was i was actually surprised why you recommended it so much i I thought you know okay deep work you know i I, by by seeing the title i already know what it's going to be about so (laughs) why should i be reading this you know and you're like yeah you have to read it totally i'm like seriously man i know all this all about this i mean this is what i write about you know this is what i stand for so why should i be reading more about it but it's like the same when i do read productivity books and and and, you know these kind of books you always learn something new you always learn something different or you're as you said conditioned your brain for something and um, speaking of follow-up, actually, um, I did what you recommended to do, is that uh, after a run, I'm actually jotting down notes uh, of, uh, the, of the things that I heard during my you know, stint with the book. Very so nice. it's been very helpful. It's, it's, it's a great tip. So listen to Radek in this. Um, I, I have really a few here talking points already, you know, um, uh, ironed out. And uh, that's why I'm really prepared for this show. (laughs) Awesome. Awesome. So, uh, like I said, like, like you, I, I picked this book because I very liked another book from the author, um, called so good. They can't ignore you would also recommend it. Um, and also when I, I posted some time on, on Twitter this uh, screenshot from my notes, which showed the, the titles of books I read this year and, and two titles I was like, work in progress, right? And like before I, I got to actually reading uh, this book, I, I just was somewhere on the list. Uh, someone told me on Twitter, this was really good, right? And so I was like, okay, so I have to listen to it. So 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 deep work, I guess I, sh- I should kind of explain what the core idea is about. So what what is deep, deep work? So it's kind of a mode of working, I guess. A it's a state of mind when you work at 
highest levels of focus and attention. Okay, it's like this concept of flow. When they uh, there, yes. in, in the in another book, there was this concept of flow. When a programmer, for example, is programming, and they're, 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 he, he's like in this state of mind where everything just goes, and then, and then there is this flow of focus. I mean, he's just focusing on that. He, you know, the, out, the, the outside world doesn't exist. Like you're just immersed like deeply in your work, and this is actually, and this this book is yeah. all about that. Yeah, the the two the two concepts are, are deeply uh, connected. So mm-hmm. deep work is a work in flow, right? When you're mm-hmm. like really like disconnected from everything else, because like 100% of your focus is on the work, and and the work itself uh, is deep, right? It's it yeah. has to be the kind of work that requires our high expertise, right? Not something we could easily delegate. It's work that's creative, generally. Like it's not it's not something that's repetitive, not logistical or communication kind of work, but a work where you you make something in a way, uh, at least generally, right? And it, it's 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 a kind of work that hits the the, the limits of our uh, of our minds and 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 stretches them. So um, work like writing or designing, uh, programming generally, uh, or studying, um, you know, reading and, and learning something something hard, doing deliberate practice. Um, this is the kind of work that's, that, um, that can be deep, right? I mean, we can, you can do writing while on the other screen you have your Slack and and uh, and Facebook and Twitter, right? And you're constantly distracted, and that's not deep work. But when you do this kind of work in flow, that's deep work. Yeah, basically uninterrupted work. And uh, uh, what the author was like uh, was 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 saying from the very beginning is that in this world right now, when we are connected, what you just said, right. it's really hard to get into the deep work, you know, and uh, and. Um, uh, there was another book uh, which is uh, called Chasing Daylight. It's about uh, an ex CEO of KPMG who was who was diagnosed with cancer and was dying. It's about uh, how he designed um, his three, last three months uh, um, uh, of life mm. um, when when he was uh, about to die. And one of the things that he wrote in this book was that. For him, being the CEO of a very big company, he was used to doing several things at once all the time. So for him, right. when when he like one of the things that he he was designing was to have great moments with people speaking to them, and he said that it was so difficult for him to be with somebody on the phone, right. and 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 having and being focused only on this person. Like mm. his mind would wander off, you know, to, to check my email, to check some things, to look around. Like he couldn't really literally focus on this one person. Like having this moment with this person was so difficult for him. And 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 that's, that's why when I read, you know, this book, when I was reading this book, I was also thinking about that, that it's so hard for us. Uh, and that's why... That's why I understand right now more why this book is so important and why people should be reading this book because yeah. many people might not realize that this this kind of mode, this kind of work, we actually need and they don't they are not aware that something like this exists. You know, right, right. It's like you know with the 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 book why we get fat. If you were to summarize it in in, in three words, it would be eat less carbs. There's more nuance, but you could summarize like uh, it, like that and. It's a 
it's slightly controversial, right? But it's a simple idea. And like here you could summarize the idea of the book as in do more deep work. Yeah, or avoid inter interruptions. Well, you could say that. The, mm -hmm. You know, like the, there's nuance in, in, in the phrase deep work. So do more deep work. It's something I already agreed with, right? It's something yeah. that, that won't be controversial. I don't think so, uh, at least. Um, not for everyone. This would be a natural thing to do. In fact, for almost everyone, that's not a natural thing to do. But it's not very controversial, right? Mm -hmm. But so what the book tries to convey is, first of all, why this is like really important and more important than, than ever, perhaps. And yeah. why people don't do it, why you should do it, uh, why it's worth it, uh, the strategies in achieving it, more like tips and tricks, more stories about it. So like for me, I learned a, a lot from the book, like new knowledge, new things. Um, and, and that's like maybe, you know, like 50% of the value from the book. And the other 50 is, it's an idea I already get, but I, I, I need to like... I need to hear someone speak to me for eight hours about this, explaining in all the different ways possible that I should do more of it because it's it's not easy, but it's hard. Yeah, I mean, and there were like there were some things. I mean, uh, I don't know how you want to you know go with the show, but for example, there are some things that I I did, I I knew about some stories I heard about, but right. I got them. I got I really got them when reading this book. So one of the like major things was, for example, um, uh, my favorite businesswoman, Marissa Mayer. Right. Like Marissa Mayer fired all her teleworkers because she decided, you know, that um, uh, that you know people should be aligned together in the office, right? right. Which is like which is hundred percent against what I believe in, but. Because I knew that she was smart, I gave her the benefit of a doubt that maybe, you know, maybe she, maybe Yahoo was such a mess that she really needed to have people, you know, back in the office to just realign them together. And then she would let them, you know, go to work uh, remotely, right. which never happened. Uh, and, and, and he said in the book that actually for her, she didn't understand that people, when they were not logging in to the system, and they would just log in to check email, basically. It means they were not working, you know? Right. Because for her, the, the main indicator was busyness. Exactly. Busyness, not business. Busyness. Not, uh, uh, not really getting stuff done. And we know, you know, in our company, we know that it's hard to fake work when you are working remotely because you know if you if you go for several stretches of faking work we will know we will we will find out that you're faking work you know if you, if you go for a run in the middle of, of of the day i'll get it on my wrist <laughs> that's another thing but but really that's the thing that you know uh, it's 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 hard to fake work when you're working remotely because when you work remotely you have to deliver stuff you know you have to deliver the goods you know and you have to deliver the the outcomes of your work if you're in an open office in a big office, you can just be busy. You can be, you know, on all these meetings. You can be right. showing up everywhere on everybody's radar. And everybody will say, yeah, this is guy. He stays up late. He's like, he's, you know, he's busy all the time. Yeah. But, you know, and, and this is something that people, um, that, 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 that she didn't get, you know, and that many people don't get. And, and this is when I understood that she was just, she's just wrong. She's just, you know, mistaken. She just doesn't understand that this doesn't work like that, you know, and uh, right. because she is like that, actually. She's busy. 
And, uh, and yeah, the, um, the, the, the book actually made a, a very good point. Uh, <laughs> there's a small chapter called What About Jack Dorsey? Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, and, yeah. And like, and like, here's the thing, like, it's easy to, like, what we talked about last time with, with biographies, actually, like, I warned against uh, take, trying to take too much from biographies of, of our heroes because they're, they're, they're unique, they're, they're different people in different circumstances, right? And like, it's so easy to, to, to try to take over all of the values of our heroes, right? Like the, the big name, big show, like CEOs of great companies, right? But CEOs are CEOs, you're, you're not, well, you are, I'm not, a, a, a CEO, right? <laughs> if, if you're a CEO of a, of a big company, you might live a, you know, a famously distracted work life uh, that's filled mostly with shallow work, not, not deep work. But so what, right? CEOs are, have a quite a unique job. It's, it's an exception, not a rule, and you shouldn't be so quick to assume this also applies to you. Because CEOs, like, CEOs are all about decision-making, right? Like, pattern-matching situations mm-hmm. and making decisions uh, on them, right? If you need something, you know, researched or figured out, you can delegate them. You're a CEO of a big company, right? But, and, and, and the, the unique position for you is to, like, make the decisions, you know, on top of the knowledge you already have, yeah, but most people are not CEOs of big companies. Exactly. First of all, more people are not CEOs. I mean, this is, for example, uh, what I'm. You know, my my work is shifting to this. My work is shifting to uh, um, deciding to just making decisions based on the based on the research that right. people are doing. I mean, you know, uh, and and you know this very well right now. So. Uh, and 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 this is why, for example, I have I have an assistant, uh, and this is why I have my team. Uh, that's great, and I have my direct reports. But even so, even so, I still believe, you know, um, you know, this might change in a year or two. I don't know, but but I don't think so. Even even that, I am really protective of my deep work. I'm really protective of my time because if like if how do you want to make good decisions if you don't have really time to really get to these decisions you know because then the yeah. decisions will be of, of course based on on your experience based on your you know um uh, your hunch like like in this uh, in this uh, book blink by malcolm gladwell yeah th- that's fine but on the other hand i see how much you know i have to you know think about several things you know how i have to you know go about things and even I think the CEO also needs deep work, also needs time to think. So um, uh, great, the Jack Dorsey can do without that, or maybe he does have time to think, but he do- he has it, you know, in his uh, spare time that he doesn't have, you know, that he just <laughs> like like really. Yeah, and again, like, I don't know. Don't be so quick. Uh, this exception applies to you because you might be a CEO, but there are CEOs and the, the big CEOs. Like you, you might be someone who had, you know, 20 years of experience running big companies and you're a new CEO and another big company. That's different from running a small company like you, right? More of your work will inevitably uh, be filled with, you know, decision-making and, and that's okay. But, 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 but like you said, I, I think you're very rightly protective of your deep work because you still need it. And, 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 and as you said, like uh, with Malcolm Gladwell and, and Blink, people are really good at, at pattern matching and making decisions on top of that. But we still have to seed ourselves with the patterns. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, that's why, that's why um, 
you know, I, 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 you know, I don't. It's, it's you know, I don't want to dismiss Jack Dorsey. Uh, he's, uh, he's a fantastic guy, but still, I think everyone really needs deep work. Everyone, you know, even right. if you're the CEO um, of uh, and with lots of experience. I mean, okay, just just check out the the, the richest one of the richest person in, on the on this planet. So, Mister. Um, uh, what's his name? Uh, the, the best Warren Buffett. Warren Buffett, exactly. Warren Buffett does just that. Yeah, he's all he's, about deep work. He's all actually. about deep work. You know, he has a small portfolio of companies he's investing in. When he's investing, he's uh, he's basically buying a company. You know, and 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 he, you know, and he makes decisions based on lots of as you, as you said, pattern matching. You know, yeah. really reading, reading, deep work, deep study, and and this is why he's, he's been so successful. You know, look where that got him. Yeah, pretty <laughs> far away, huh? Yeah, yeah, and and, and so like you you made a few good points about why people don't do deep work, but I, I liked how um, Cal Newport made um, like a particular argument why you should, like especially now, uh, like he he made this argument that you know he doesn't care about like he only has a a, a pragmatist um, argument for why you should do, do deep work. Uh, and the idea being, there's like three groups of people that will do very well in, in the future. They're they're not like uh, there are people outside of these three groups that will do well in the future, but like three groups in particular that that he thinks are important. And those are people who can can do good work with advanced technology tools, um, superstars as he called them. So people who are really really good at what they do, mm-hmm. uh, and people who have capital to invest. Right, yep. and so uh, he 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 joked that unfortunately he he doesn't have any quick tips on becoming a, a person who has capital to invest, uh, because if he did, he probably wouldn't be writing uh, the book. But yes. the the other two two groups of people, uh, this is the kind of stuff that that really requires deep work. You know, there, there's so much other kinds of things, kinds of work that has been either manual, physical, or you know, white collar, but very repetitive, very, um, very logistical uh, in nature. And this is getting automated and it will get automated more and more. Right. Yeah. And so, like, especially now with automation uh, of a huge percentage of the workforce, like you want to be in one of those two groups. Uh, but to do both, you need to do a bunch of deep work and you have to get good at the practice, at the habit of doing deep work, because deep work is not easy, right? It's not just the contents of what you're doing, but but the habit itself of doing deep work is hard, right? I, I have a I have a funny connection, uh, uh, like with 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 one of the anecdotes in the book, like because he says that many people th- think they. They, they cannot have deep work because they have to be connected all the time. They have to, you know, they have to have email on all the time with push notifications, everything. They have to have it. And right. he said, you know, why don't you do an experiment, you know, and then uh, like for one day, don't be connected. And let's see if everything falls apart. And really, right. if 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 like, you, like one day, you know, try try the experiment. And this this um, this um, this kind of experimental, I mean, thinking about like making these kind of experiments, uh, you know, brings me back to when when my when my one of my, my doctors said that you know because i have a, i have a strange condition with my skin i should i shouldn't be drinking milk mm. and i was like yeah this is stupid i mean everybody says milk is good so why would i drink milk then no i wouldn't drink milk but then i thought okay i don't have to believe her 
I can just make an experiment. If right. I just don't drink milk for a while, you know, certain time, and I'll, I'll see if everything imp- anything improves. Nothing improves, then I will just know that she's like uh, she's you know not right. I did an experiment after I, I, I set aside. I mean, I was supposed to you know not drink milk for a month. After already two weeks of not drinking milk, I saw radical improvement in my health. Right. So I knew for a fact that you know drinking milk is bad for me. Right. So, and this is the same thing, you know, uh, he was, he was happy that people who did an experiment, you know, of being offline or, or being less online for a day, they were like, nothing happened. Nobody complained. Right. Uh, no pasa nada. Like really it's, it's okay. <laughs> so, um, like, so, so, it, so that's why uh, I encourage, you know, listeners actually to, to, to do these kind of experiments, you know, try to do something, you no, know, no, absolutely, yes. Yourself, don't don't just take things for granted. You know, things what 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 we just say here, and things what the, our book says, and and uh, and the deep work book says. Do an experiment. You know, don't just assume because somebody said so that it's not true. You know, I mean, you can try for yourself and without any cost, actually. You know, or some small cost. Exactly, and and. Coming back to our previous discussions, this is why you should read a lot of books because then you have a lot of inputs for things to try and things to compare, like different points of views on, on, on things. But as for what you're saying, that do an experiment because, like you, like you, you, you can't not be connected. Uh, th- there's the other meaning of of can't, like physically can't, because there's like two two forces at work. Uh, like first of all attention like literally shapes and changes brains yeah if you're only if you're only putting your attention on shallow work and and never do deep work then this is what what's like this is a a self-fulfilling prophecy right because then you never did deep deep work so you're incapable of of having this this extreme level of, of attention and because you always only do shallow work and you always work distracted you think that this is good because this is all you know but but not just like you like psychologically but neurologically this is all you're wired up to do exactly and 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 there's the other level which is the um the the habits right where people are are junkies for for like notifications and and distractions we condition ourselves that oh there's a push notification things buzz and do a cacophony of of sounds and and blink on on the screen and we have to react because there's fear of missing out because it might be important and so we always react immediately uh to notifications to interruptions that don't really matter and so there's this loop created in our brains that this is what happens when there's interruption you react right and and like this is this is truly an an, an addiction like um like habit loop right and you have to break it because you you you're screwed if 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 you're incapable of of removing yourself from distractions and you know working for a few hours straight without being distracted I also want to come back to uh, to to this um, notion, like what we what we t- what we were speaking about, you know, in I think two episodes back or three episodes back, right. about about how I'm how I'm the best person to check my email. <laughs> yes. You know, it's 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 it's, it's like in this deep work, it's again it's again the same thing. You know, people. Um, like the CEOs of important companies are checking their own email, you know, just like I thought I was the best person to check my email, you know. They don't have this habit of actually uh, 
offloading uh, their, uh, this kind of work that they shouldn't be doing and focusing on, 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 on true value work, on, on, on work that, that, that they, they are supposed to be doing, their value that they can bring to the world, you know? Right. I, I have an assistant to text my email because I, I spend three hours a day doing email. Like, right. that's, that's easy. Like, why? Right, and 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 he in this book, uh, um, he was like the author was was speaking about this. That you know, why don't they just you know um, figure this out? Why are they you know so? But but again, it's this bling bling. Is this you know push notification? Is this you know I get so many emails? I am so important, you know. I get so many emails. <laughs> you shouldn't be optimizing for amount of emails you're getting. You know? <laughs> yeah, and, and and this is also a a, a good thing to to notice. Um, delegate and. And eliminate things um, that are shallow and not worth it, right? Like you, as a CEO, uh, might inevitably have to do more work that's that's just shallow in nature. You know, communicating, talking to, to people. Yeah. That's you know, that's not deep work, but it's fine, right? This you're a CEO, but but there's other stuff that you have a lot of like shallow work that you don't have to do. You can delegate exactly. someone else or just ignore. You know it. it it's it, it's fine. It's it's sometimes fine to to actually not do things. You know, just because someone is on your list as as and something you could be doing doesn't mean you should be doing this because you have to, you know, you have to look at, at the the kind of the, the parallel, the 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 eighty twenty rule or, or or whatever, right? If like focus your work on the things that, that truly matter. And, and there's a bunch of things you could be doing. And this is usually like shallow things you, you could be doing. But you know what? It sometimes just doesn't matter. And what it kind of does, maybe you don't have to be doing it and you can delegate it to someone else. Yeah, yeah. And and there was a, a, a fantastic phrase, a fantastic phrase. I really loved it. Um, like in several books before, I already heard about this, that you know we should be responsible, which means be able to respond to things like you know responsive not, i think i think would be no no word. no not responsive response able like to, so like the idea uh, okay. is that yeah i don't know because responsive is mean, means you respond fast no the idea right. is that you don't respond fast the idea is that you you create a response like for example somebody angers you and you don't anger don't get, don't get angry back you decide how you react to this. It's really hard right. because we are freaking humans. So um, so it's really hard. But uh, there was this phrase here. You are what you're focused on. Yes. And I love this phrase. This is so good. I mean, just for this phrase, this book is worth it, you know? Uh, <laughs> you are what you're focused on. So as you said, if you're focused on shallow work, you are doing just shallow work. And that's all you're wired to do. Oh, and, and, and this is not just a nice phrase. It's like, quite literal like this th this is the the neuroplasticity exactly. at work where you put your attention you know that the neurons that that fire together wire together I, that, that's another phrase i like from your brain at, at work okay yeah. the <laughs> neurons that 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 fire together wire together so when you put attention again and again on the same thing it just gets it's connected and and this is the the brain path that gets fast so what what do you want this this mechanism to work on the 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 shallow stuff the the, the distractions the social media or maybe the things that, that really matter yeah and that's why uh if, that's why uh f for example 
when there are moments where I get, because I get, you know, I get sometimes angry or I get, you know, I react to things, I overthink things. So when there are moments uh, that that uh, that I get like this, I, 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 repeat, I repeat this phrase, you are what you're focused on. So just focus on something great or focus on something yeah. different. And, I, and and it's hard. It's still hard, you know, but it, but it works. It really works. Like I, I shift my focus and I think about something deeper and then the other thing disappears. It just goes away. It's yeah. Ah, I love it.